Yo, guys, before we get into the episode, I want to talk to you about our always on sponsor. As you can see here, I've already given it away as Trendsetter London. So, boom, what is Trendsetter London? Trendsetter London is a high end fashion brand doing premium clothing. Like, trust me, this thing premium, the Ross, you see it. So, make sure you grab a tracksuit, you know what I mean? Trendsetter London does loads of different items, such as tracksuits, as you can see here. They do hats, hoodies, t shirts, shorts, the whole nine, you know what I mean? So, as you can see on the screen, there's going to be a promo code. Make sure you tap in for a discount. Boom, stay charged up. Boom. Welcome back to another episode of the Energizer Podcast. Energizer Podcast, a podcast that leaves you charged up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, all right, mm -hmm. I'm here with the two staple hosts you already know, myself, Ty. Your boy, T. All right, but we're not the main topic today. We've got another, we yeah. got another guest, sorry, yeah. do you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 who we got? Hi guys, I'm Bexy. I am an animal rights activist, so I teach people how to look after their body, health and fitness, and look after animals. Um, I also teach women how to be feminine. I do a lot of work on social media, mindset, spirituality, and I also do coaching and mentoring. All right, so there's a lot that she taps into, but yeah. there's a lot, there's a lot, there's a lot. So what are we gonna right. talk on first? I feel like there's a lot of different talking points that we could touch on. I feel like we should jump into the whole feminine side, teaching people how to be teaching females how to be their most feminine self. Mm -hmm. So let's touch on that. Why did you get involved in that? Why did you get started in that? Because there are a lot of masculine women mm -hmm. and I just think the world works better when women are women and men are men and women are just mm. striving to be equal with men mm. when that's not the case. We have different qualities, different benefits to bring to each other. And it's like you guys trying to be like us. Mm. Why would you want to be like a woman? Mm. But women don't like it when men are trying to be women. So why are women trying to be men? Mm. I'm with you, I'm with you. So if you had to break down what a feminine woman actually is in its essence, what do you say is? A feminine woman is most importantly, someone who is peaceful. Mm -hmm. Men don't want to come home to arguments and drama. Mm. <laughs> Secondly, dressing feminine. So, you know, how I'm dressed, mm. no, not tracksuits all the time, bonnets, mm. weave all messy and things mm. like that. There's some feathers <laughs> today, boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, just being like nurturing and caring towards people in general and yeah. men as well. Mm. And just having a calm tone to your voice, no screaming, swearing, mm. just an elegant manner and just being just being like a kind person as well. I think that's important. Just being soft and doing feminine activities. I'm with you. I'm Damn. with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. So me yeah. jumping in, I was just saying, let's cut the crap here, you know, we was meant to be in, but we weren't actually in, little <laughs> yeah. technical difficulty. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. I was saying beforehand um, to you, Bexy, that I find it interesting um, because you're like, if I'm being honest, you're the first woman I know who's such an advocate for just maintaining her own frame and really just 100% embodying feminine energy, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So what's your experience? Like you mentioned before that you have some like trolls and obviously we all get hate, do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We spoke about it last couple of episodes ago with Poku. Yeah. What's been your experience with other women reacting to what you said, such as like no tracksuit, speaking in a soft tone, no swearing, like mm -hmm. what does that look like for you? Um, so do you know, a different platforms for me have a different kind of audience. So yeah. Snapchat, lovely, women want to learn, TikTok, the trolls, that's where all the women are. And they're <laughs> like, <laughs> the they, they comment, they're like submissive with a sick face or mm. why should I do this for a man? A man should do this for me. Mm. And you know, I say like, you need to be careful because when you get to 30, 40, you're gonna be alone with no kids, mm. not married, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, that's what I want. Mm. And they're gonna realize too late. But 
they just don't understand where I'm coming from because obviously they've been brought up to be masculine and everyone around them is masculine. Mm. So they don't understand it, but hopefully after a while of seeing my things, they mm. might start to pick it up and see where I'm coming from. I understand. Don't you feel like it's that an uphill battle though that you're fighting in terms of, there's so many people out there that's got a contradiction contradicting opinion to yours mm -hmm. it's like is there an end goal with what you're doing because there's always going to be out there people out there that disagree with what you say mm -hmm. you know what I mean? yeah so my end goal is obviously not to help everyone but to yeah. help a lot of women because women come to me every day saying oh thanks to you now i am mm. or i have done this mm. and that makes me happy because i want to help men and women so mm. i'm indirectly helping men by mm. helping the women yeah. most men do agree with me and a lot of women agree with me and that's enough for me because you're never gonna have a hundred percent of yeah, people sure. supporting you and agreeing with you and mm. i have been trolled since i've been 15 doing social media so mm. i don't care someone could tell me i don't look nice or mm. what i'm saying is rubbish and i just look at it and i'm like you're bringing me views you're mm. bringing me engagement yeah, so yeah. i don't mind keep it moving 100%. yeah all right then cool so another question for you then for a female that's out there, that let's say she taps more into her masculine frame, how would you recommend that she goes about tapping into her mm. feminine a side question. a bit more? Like how does she get back over to that side? Mm. Do you mm -hmm. understand what I mean? Yeah, I've actually got a book on this and the, some of the things that I say is one, hanging around feminine women, not just women, but feminine women. Mm. And also I think women that are in relationships, hang around with people, with women that are in relationships, not just your single friends, because mm. they have a different outlook life and my, me myself I don't have many don't really have any feminine friends but my gran is very feminine mm. and I feel like that's maybe where I got it from because my mum is masculine and my sister's mm. not very feminine so you know two different sides um I'd also say like actually take yourself out shopping and go and buy some nice clothes and one thing I always say is when you look good you feel good Fair. and you're gonna attract men you're gonna attract women you're gonna attract opportunities mm. if you look not nice you're just like you just sat in the corner like no one's gonna really yeah. look at you you need to look nice you need to smell nice like didn't mm. i tell tell you guys like well i told ty that oh, you yeah. guys smell really nice Jeez. i told you your tracks look nice oh, you. it's yeah. that you makes you stand no, out like no. why would you not want to look good when you can look good every day look good if mm. you can 100%. Like, look good feel good man 100%. Yeah. appreciate it um just jumping in as well would you say that self-hygiene not self-hygiene self-care is a feminine thing feminine trait like what's your views on that no, I don't think it is at all because mm. I've been with men and I've seen men that don't shower all the time, don't brush their teeth and stuff, mm. and it's gross. It's, it's off-putting. Whoa, 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 whoa! <laughs> no, like not every day, like, mm. and it's gross. And then you, and then you might be with a man or a friend or someone who showers every day and brushes his teeth, and you realize how much it is a turn on and how important it is for men. It's not That's feminine crazy. at all. Men need to like look after their hands, <clears> their <throat> feet, you know, uh, a skincare routine, their mm. hair, everything. I mm. feel like it's just Im as important for men and women. I yeah. don't know who came up with the self-care things feminine, you know? I don't, so yeah. what, does man just aren't meant to look after <laughs> yeah, themselves? Well, like, what's going on? I don't understand I don't either. know who came up with that, to be honest with you. That's crazy. Yeah. Let me just jump in as well, just like digest what you said. So you got man out here not brushing their teeth and they got the babes lying next to them. That is crazy to me. What the hell? No cold gate inside. That's what <laughs> man. Man them, you're hearing it first. We always trying to drop the gems, but you're here seeing Bexy dropping the gems. Feminine women telling you firsthand. <laughs> That's that. the first gem of the day. Brush your teeth. Brush your, <laughs> brush your teeth. Brush your teeth. Or even yeah. on a bigger note though, yeah. Self-care and self-hygiene is 
imperative, do you know what I mean? To just, not only just you and your journey, but mm. when it comes to you attracting women and stuff like that, like it means a lot. And it's like the little things, Bexie didn't say, oh, you have to have a designer belt or you have to be making this. She just mm. said, you got to brush your teeth morning and night. It's not that hard, do you mm. know what I mean? So when you kind of do these small acts of self hygiene on a regular basis, you'll see the great results and effects that happen, do you mm. know what I mean? 100. All right, then cool. So taking a conversation somewhere else now, we always say opposites attract. Mm -hmm. So if you're a feminine woman, I'm guessing when it's time for you to look for a man, you're looking for a masculine man, right? Yeah. Yeah? All right, then cool. So how do you spot the traits of a masculine man? That's a good question. One thing I must say, yeah, is that women believe that if they're feminine, they might attract feminine men, but mm. I don't attract feminine men. If mm. you're truly a, a feminine woman, you will only attract masculine men. Yeah. Um, a masculine man is someone who has ambition. Mm. They don't necessarily have to be like rich, but they have to be striving towards something mm. and every single day and thinking of new ideas. I think that is the most important for a man who has ambition is not just comfortable in like, Tesco's or something. Mm. Um, because we look at the bigger picture as women, we look at a man who can potentially be a provider down the line and mm. look after us. Mm. Um, another one is he, like you said, the hygiene thing. I think that's, mm. I think that is really important. It might not c be considered as a masculine trait, but I think it really is. Mm. Um, he has to be a leader as well. So if I had a, a YouTube idea, I'd want to be able to go to you and say, mm. I've got this idea. What do you think? I want you to think that you're important and what you're, what you think about what I do is most important. So I want to mm. come to you because I trust your opinion. So you mm. need to leave. You also need to say, do you know what? We're going to go here. I've booked this at this time. Let's go. Or where, where do you want to go? Like what holiday do you want to go to? I want to go to Spain. I've booked it. Let's go. Not just mm. what do you want to do? It's up to you. I don't mind. Mm. Women are going to go elsewhere that we want you to be strong and have a foundation. I don't think men ha need to have that many qualities. Like women will list so many qualities for a man to have, but I just think he needs to be that hygienic, ambitious. Mm. I need to be able to go to you and trust you and you need to take the lead. I feel like that is the most important things as a man. Mm. Yeah, The founding yeah, yeah. four, like, that's the foundation mm. is basically what you're mm. saying. And I agree, you know, because I feel like the underlying point you're trying to say is that a man just has to be on his purpose and he also has to be secure in his in his direction you know what i mean mm -hmm. like you can't be out here being insecure as a man and not kind of aware of your own value and what you provide or like you know how you get guys who are like oh my days like i'm with a pretty girl now i'm insecure checking all the comments and doing all that that's not showing showcasing masculine energy mm -hmm. or showing someone that's kind of secure in their frame do you know what i mean because why is your value dictated by someone else do you know what i mean we literally yeah. said last episode that and you can bring it outside of this whole masculine feminine mm. trait like your someone's success or what someone someone is doing here doesn't mean that i have to be doing less as a result so you could be engaging with a pretty woman but just because she's a pretty attractive woman doesn't mean to say that now you have to be insecure and looking at yourself in yeah. an insecure way mm. do you know what i mean yeah. what do you think I'm gonna touch on it after, yeah, but I'm yeah, gonna yeah. say, here I am again with another Nipsey quote. You know, I'm always touching on Nipsey, yeah? yeah. One thing that I saw Nipsey <coughs> said, and I think he got this from the Bible, is that children and women can be careless, men can't be careless. That's what I saw in the Bible. Mm. Well, not from the Bible, I saw Nipsey said that from the Bible. And I thought that was interesting still. Not to say that females can get away with being careless, but I feel like, especially as a man, you need to make sure that all corners are covered. Do you get me? Mm. Like you need to look ahead and be able to spot any dangers that could come against your family, innit? Mm. Do you get me? When I saw that, I was like, yeah, that's true still. Like, you can't be careless as a man. I don't feel like you should be careless as a female either, but especially as a man, like, you need to take lead. 
And I feel like you can't be a leader following the leader. Do you get me? So you need mm. to be your own biggest boss in it. Mm. That's what I say. So. Facts. And I definitely agree because basically what you're saying is that opposites attract. And I said this in a previous episode that like you as a feminine woman, you're naturally attracted to a masculine man because it's the opposite side of the polarity yeah. scale. Mm. So it wouldn't be a man who's a bit neutral or in his who's embo- who embodies more feminine energy that you would be attracted to because naturally the mm. energies you can't be yin and yang. Mm. Do you know what I mean? It's yeah. only yin and y- yin and yang. I've got another work. question for you actually though. Yeah. Do you feel like it's possible to be both masculine and feminine at the same time? Like, do you feel like it would be healthy for a female or a male to tap into both sides? Do you know what? I think to some extent, I feel like there is a small bit... Women need to be, like, mostly feminine with mm. a tiny bit of masculine. Mm. Same with men, opposite mm. way around. But mm. when it overpowers, that's when it's, it's awful. Like, for example, as a woman, for mm. me... I mostly am cooperative. I let the man take the lead and stuff. Mm. But if there's something I don't agree on or I can see something would work a different way around, I might step in a tiny bit as like taking the lead. Do you get mm. what I mean? But I'm not going to scream and shout and mm. swear and stuff. That's where I think sometimes a bit of masculine energy in a woman is okay, but mm. mostly it has to be feminine and then the other way around as well. Mm. So if we're talking percentages, you're talking like 90%. Feminine, 10%. Yeah, I literally think it's that much, yeah. I agree as well, you know. Even on the flip end, like, being a guy, I feel like you can, like, me, for example, I say that I'm an emotional man, which is obviously Mm -hmm. emotion being a a feminine trait, but I don't act on my emotion all the time. Does that make sense? So I can still be in my masculine, still have feminine energy, but just choose when and when, or when and where, should I say, to kind of, Mm-hmm. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Act on how I feel. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And I feel yeah. like that's. I would even. I'm pretty sure I said this before. Like you know, I'm always got my head in the books. The way they spirit a man. Mm. It says the biggest testament of a man's character is to feel feel the fear and do it anyway. So you can almost feel emotional, feel how you feel towards your woman, but you don't necessarily have to act on it and be mm. give her attitude or start an argument based off emotion and shit. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I feel like that's when you're. I think that's the best kind of man. The man that is in touch with his emotions but doesn't act on his emotions because there's some men that just are too aggressive and don't mm. understand that women act on emotions and mm. it's not going to change us the way that we've been made and then, mm. you know, they know how to deal with it. So I think that's important. Mm. I've got, got a point to touch on that though, yeah. Because this is a thing that a lot of people say, men act on logic, females act on emotion and that's how it actually goes in it. But I feel like sometimes females use that I act on my emotion card to get away with certain they things. They do. You mm. understand what I mean? Like, what do you mean? Okay, cool. I hear you operate. Your <laughs> operating system is based on emotions and that's absolutely fine. That's how you're wired. But that doesn't mean you still don't have logic. You still have a logic and you still know how to manoeuvre through situations. Mm. So it's not like every single scenario you can blame your emotions. Like Sometimes when that comes up, I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Do you get me? What do you think? Mm, I don't know. Because obviously that's, their, that's fe- a female's natural state of being. Yeah. Emo- they're emotional creatures. Understandable. Completely get it. But you can't use that every single time. That's like us saying, we're logical now, yeah? You've disrespected me, so I've acted on a disrespect. That's what you do to someone that disrespects you. That's a logical thing to do. Yeah, yeah. Do you get me? True, I agree. Mm. When you put it like that, I agree, because even on the flip side now, it's the same way, like, who was I I saying this to yesterday? Like, at the end of the day, you can feel the fear and not do it anyway, so you have to talk to your woman or your, your, your partner, whatever the situation may be, in a language that she understands. So if she mm. understands emotion, there's no point you reacting like you're saying, like logic, mm. logic, logic. Same way, vice versa. Now you're putting it that, that way. I do agree in a sense where as a woman, just because emotion is your foundation doesn't mean to say that everything you do are... Your, guy, your, your boyfriend's come home from work and he's tired, so he just wants to go to bed and now you're crying. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you have to yeah. have the you balance have to and choose. You people in their language. Do you understand what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You can't expect someone to understand you when you're speaking in your own language. Mm-hmm. Let's just say someone that 
can only speak with sign language. I'm not gonna speak to them like that through my mouth because they can't yeah. understand it. You get me? And I feel like it's the same thing. So yeah, man, stop mm-hmm. using that emotional card <laughs> for your benefit. What, you get me? I got a question. Mm. What steps have you taken, Bexy, to become like a feminine woman? So like. Obviously, you know, on the podcast, we like to give gems and we've got a big female audience as well. Let's say there's a, a young girl who's 17 years old. She's embodying more masculine traits because she's embodied, I don't know, she's mirroring what her mother, the traits her mother has, for example, as a single woman. Um, mm-hmm. But she wants to be a bit more feminine. What, like, how does she get there? So she's here embodying masculine traits by, by, by situation and environment, but she wants to be here, which is a feminine woman in touch mm-hmm. in that side. What, how does she get there? So even me, I've always been quite feminine, but my mum's masculine. So there was some things that I would take from her, like not being peaceful. Mm. She would always say, you're always right, a man's always wrong. So I would always argue to the point where he gave up and ran away. Yeah. And that's not good. Yeah. So you need to get around people who have the results that you want. So if you see someone who is feminine or someone who has the kind of man that you want, learn from them and study them. That's like with anything, isn't it? If you mm. see someone that has the results, study from them. So I'd say that is really important. Stop going to your masculine friends and your single friends for advice. I think that's really important. Certain certain things you can go to them for, mm. but when it comes to relationships and femininity, why are you gonna go and ask your masculine friend or your friend that mm. is single? Like you're not gonna get the answers that you want. Mm. And like I said, when you look good, you feel good because then you're gonna attract the right man. You're gonna feel good inside and the most important thing just learning how to be peaceful and just going along with what the man says not all the time but often you might have to just go along with what he's saying because mm. if you trust him to be that leader and you see a big future with him he knows what he's doing and you don't want to demasculinize him and try to make him feel like he's wrong so mm, get around so. feminine women yeah mm. that's crazy you know God, you're gonna jump in. yeah i got something to say then all right then cool that's so crazy. I can see already people in the comments, females in the comments. I was just about to say, yeah. that's what I was thinking. I can, I can see people in the comments <laughs> saying, all right, cool. As a feminine woman, you're meant to be agreeable, right? What if I actually don't agree with my man? What if he's leading me in the wrong direction? Mm-hmm. I can see females in the comments already saying that, yeah. you get me? So what do you say to that? It's the way you go about it. Mm. So if there's something you don't agree on, just be like, hey Tay look listen mm. I don't really agree on that I think this what do mm. you think about this mm. rather than you're wrong why are you saying that it's the way it's the way you go about it mm. when it comes to like your future and stuff like that if you mm. actually see a future with the guy most of the time he knows what he's doing so sometimes you just have to trust what he's saying and go along with it and then that's gonna allow him to give back to you as well mm. I think women think that I favor men but mm. I just understand the way things are supposed to be and I see mm. where you guys are coming from and I've I've you know experimented with it and stuff and it's mm. a much easier way but I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Alright then cool let's touch away from the femininity masculinity. Well, yeah I got one one more question what is what does femininity mean to you? So before, you know, in the whole not recording what the whatnot, yeah, you're saying that like nurturing, um being submissive to a certain extent, but if you have to give it like a set definition, what does that look like to you? Mm-hmm. Feminine energy to me is relaxing and just being rather than doing. The man is the one who is the one that's doing and mm. we should just be. And just it just kind of feels like you're floating on air and you're high on life. That's what mm. I feel like a woman should be like without, without trying to strive to be the best at something. That's in like a simple term. That's what mm. I would say. And just 
being like a fairy, you know, like just being floaty. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, sure. I hear you, I hear you, I hear you. All right, then, cool. So, um, femininity, masculinity, one side, you said you're also an animal activist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. What, what does that even mean? Cause I don't even know what that. <laughs> what does that mean? So yeah. I'm not like one of those people that stand outside Canada Goose. Yeah. But I, not so much now, but I post about animals mm. and just educating people because some people have no idea. You're brought up to believe that meat is good for you and all that kind of stuff, but you don't know the other side. So mm. I just want to educate people on the health side of things and also what happens to animals. But I feel like people will listen more when they see the health side of things because Mm. it directly affects them and then they'll see the animal side of things. But yeah, I just want people to see that animals don't deserve the mass slaughtering and the abuse that they get every Mm. single day, just being born to be killed for your Mm. five minute pleasure. I'm with you, I'm with you, I'm with you. Go on, let me jump jump in, cool. So you were saying about like being an animal activist and stuff like that and you said that people don't know the facts, like what are the facts? So for me, I don't know too much about like maybe the process or like slaughterhouses and stuff, like mm-hmm. what, drop drop some gems about that. Do you know what I mean? Put Stage is yours, yeah. all this is yours. Tell them what they need to know. So mm. an animal is born in a slaughterhouse. Imagine being born there rather than out in the field in the nature. Mm. Imagine the fear that they go through knowing that they're going to die because they see it around them all the time and then that energy in the slaughterhouse that goes through the animal whilst it's being milked or killed you then have to eat that and you're going to eat that energy so that's why i don't Mm. believe that people that eat animals i don't think i just personally don't think people <laughs> that eat animals can be spiritual because you've got that negative energy mm. and that dark energy inside of you mm. and there's a lot to it like dairy cows what they go through like being born and then the the calf gets taken away from the mother as mm. soon as it's born doesn't even get to say bye and you see the cow crying mm. and i don't know i just i just have always been in touch with that side and i just mm. think like it's so sad mm. and I just feel like we're living here like right now but imagine like a slaughterhouse right now what they're going through and mm. like imagine that was you and your family like us in a slaughterhouse one mm. of us being picked up and being taken to be mm. on someone's plate like there's so much things you can eat and the most natural things that you can eat are fresh fruit and fresh fresh vegetables grown mm. from the ground like mm. you can survive like people use food as pleasure I think when there's mm. other pleasures to have in life That's I'm a with good you point. I'm with you I'm with you all right, then cool. But then some people can say, all right, there's this whole food chain thing. So let's talk about the animal kingdom now, yeah? Mm-hmm. There's lions that will eat gazelles. There's gazelles that will eat rabbits or whatever the case may be, yeah? So someone may say to you, all right, cool. So how come animals within the adam- animal kingdom are eating other animals, but we can't? Mm. You That's know, a there's, good point. There's a video mm. where there's a, there's a lion and there's a plate of fruit in front of it and it will sniff it and go away. It won't eat it, we'll eat other things. Mm. And animals, their brain is not like ours. They don't really know the difference between certain things. Like they see an animal, they kill it, they act on instinct, you know, they will just, they'll wanna do it. Like Mm. they need it. They have canines and people say we do, but if you look at a picture of our teeth and lion's teeth, Mm. they're they're really long, you know what I mean? Mm. Like ours are just, Mm. they're kind of all the same when you Mm. compare them. And we're just different as humans. Like we're wired differently. Like animals need that to survive. So we have the option. Yeah. Animals don't really have the and option. And it's not right. mass slaughtering as well, is it? Mm. It's like... I, I do think that in, that's interesting though, just jumping mm. in. You know I'm a deep guy, do you know mm. what I mean? So like two years ago, when I kind of like 
had this spiritual awakening and whatnot. Yeah, I was doing a lot of research and one of the things was about like the foods we eat and stuff and like to your point about teeth, do you not just find it interesting how like you look at like a, a lion, a jaguar, whatever in the, in the wild, yeah? Their teeth and their body is built for that environment. So it's mm. built to kill other um, carnivores and stuff like that, like you said about the rabbit mm. in the animal mm. kingdom, yeah? But then our teeth are straight. But how can you tell us like we're naturally meant to eat meat? Because wouldn't our bodies be built for that? Yeah, you know I mean, I'm not saying that no, every human has some mad fangs and that, but yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah, but don't you feel like that's where evolution comes into it, though? Because at one point we wasn't really in a civilized society where we have a nice warm house and go to Tesco and get chicken. Like at one point, I'm guessing we was inside the jungle, and mm. I'm guessing there's people inside the jungle, and their bodies more facilitated towards yeah. actually killing animals. You get me? I don't just jump in. There. I don't know the facts in mm. it. I'm not even like on some yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm asking. But it's just uh. interesting because, like you said about how evolution has evolved and we have as like a civilization and whatnot yeah. yeah but then like just because you know i want you to say like the d- industrialization area on like phones and oh, shit <laughs> you know what i mean you know what you mean yeah, yeah. just because we've got phones and we've got tesco and a big asda yeah but then look back three four hundred years ago yeah the same example you said about people who was like out in the world mm. our teeth were still the same were they not so how i, I don't i don't okay. they pro- i don't think they actually probably were to be honest like they're trained they, how are they going to eat, bro? They have to kill. What's but that's about, my point. Where, where they're killing animals or where they're just eating fruit and shit. Like, back to your say, you know what I mean? I don't know, innit? I don't know. It's interesting, innit? I don't know, I don't know. I hear, I, I, hear, I hear what you're saying still. I don't know, I don't know. It's an interesting one. So how long have you, like, not been eating I was going to say that. Is it been like, um, throughout your whole life? Vegan for four years. Mm. No meat for 15 years. Bruh. And no fish for 20 years. So basically, it's a lifestyle for me. And I'm alive, I'm healthy. Mm. I, I'm fit, you know. Mm. So, see, me. I, just <laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how. you do that. I don't eat pork. I stopped eating pork. Yeah, I figured out pork is nasty. I stopped eating pork for like two, three years now. But when it comes to my chicken, my fish and that. Everyone like, says that it's the chicken that they love. Yeah, yeah. but uh, cool. what do you actually eat then? So instead of, was it the, like that corn? <laughs> No, corn. no, that is that is just gross. Yeah. So um, what is it that you eat? I like I don't actually don't get it. So this is like a normal mm. day for me. So in the morning, smoothie, yeah. seeds in there, sea moss, fruit, mm. spring moss water. Yeah. That's good. Spring yeah. water only because other water has got fluoride in it and it comes from scary places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. At lunch, I will have a bowl of vegetables. I'll chop up different vegetables, put some seeds in there, and mm. chickpeas mostly, mm. just so I know that. The first half of my day, I've actually got good stuff inside me. Yeah. Then later on, some fruit. I might have a snack. Like I'm not a, I'm not a, a what's it called? A alkaline. You know, mm. they don't yeah, eat alkaline yeah, yeah. diet, but mm. I eat as natural as possible. Mm. So then I might have like a vegan protein bar, mm. or you know something like that. And then yeah. in the evening, I'll have some fruit and veg again. But mm. then if I, so then when I go out. I can eat chips if I want, or I can eat a pizza, a vegan pizza or something. So mm. I just make sure at home, I eat as natural as possible and as good as possible so that if I do go out, I don't feel bad. I'm with you. Mm. I, this vegan life's expensive though, you know. Imagine, my dad don't eat any fish. Yeah, you don't eat, no, you don't eat any meat. You don't eat any meat, he only eats fish, mm. yeah. So I went KFC the other day. Me, I got my old snack box, I got my popcorn <laughs> chicken, my wings. My dad said, get me a vegan burger. I said, right, cool, no problem. I'm going there, burgers, five pounds for a yeah, burger. Yeah, yeah. I said, what? This vegan life's expensive. It is, isn't it? I can't lie to you. There's a reason why as well. Like, you know me, like I said, I'm a deep guy. So like, five pounds for a burger, that's crazy. That's, do you not think yeah. that's mad? So like, that's the way society is set up. Mm. Fast food 
all these shit foods. Let's even take away from like the whole meat. Just talk about the foods we're eating. Yeah, processed meat, McDonald's. You can get a meal for about two pound ninety nine. Yeah, but then if you want to get ingredients for like a pro um a smoothie for example like you want to buy a pack of fruit it's like four pound yeah, like why is crazy. that and then me i'm always asking the next question which is why is it priced this way clearly they want us to be eating the meat and the low kind yeah, of, of vibrational foods and the mm. processed meats but the natural healthy shit is like three four times expensive mm. literally you're giving an example now mm. why is it probably cost them less to make the vegan burger than saying. it yeah. did to make yeah. the popcorn exactly. chicken you know it's what vegetables I mean? you know mm. it's like it's like you said, it's low vibrational food. It yeah. keeps people at a low vibration mm. and then they can't think different to other people. Yeah. That's one reason. Then the other one is to keep everyone fat. Mm, yeah. Mm. And, rely and then the, the knock-on effects this from is, that. This is going deep, isn't it? So like, <laughs> yeah. I'm always thinking like, why? I'm always thinking why, do you know what mm. I mean? So even when you're eating meat, like I'll, I put my hands up, I eat meat, do you know what I mean? Like I'll yam the curry, good. Do you know what I mean? I'm eating it, do you know what if I mean? Well, I was yeah. here, you know you would have gone to uh, Yeah, you, you would. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, my boy. Anyways, yeah, I I'm not That's a vegetarian, crazy. yeah. Um, I used to be pescatarian for two years. Mm. Um, and what am I trying to say? And then I, I used to just think to myself, right, like, say if I'm seasoning chicken or mince or whatever for to go and cook now, yeah, mm. and it's just bare bloody. I'm thinking, right, like this right. is an actual. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, yeah. You, sometimes I feel like we've been desensitized to the fact this is actual like living. This was a living being that's been mm -hmm. chopped up. You just yeah. so mince is just intestines or some shit. Yeah. That's mad. <laughs> Not think that's taps, bro. Like that's why I don't like going to the meat <laughs> shop. I'll be honest. Mummy goes to the meat shop because when you go in there, you see a horse's head or their foot. I'm like, what? So yeah, down. Is that what people eat? They put extra crap in there, and the 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 animals that people eat, mm. they are not usually fed grass and mm. stuff like that. They're fed other dead animals and mm. rubbish and stuff that goes inside you. And mm. then that, yeah. you know, that's what you're eating. Or if they do eat grass, you can go directly to the plants mm. and get that. You don't need to have a animal in between. Yeah. One thing I've always thought to myself though, yeah, is every time like I eat a big meal, I normally my meals consist of meat, yeah. Tired after it, yeah. Yeah. Mad tired after it. Feel a bit fatigued and just. I'm really fatigued. You ever had the itis? Yeah, you know that is. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready to sleep. It's not even fatigue. I'm going to sleep. Do you get me? Yeah. So I've always wondered like, why is that? Because I'm guessing like when you eat, um, what did you say? Your chickpeas and your vegetables. You don't really feel tired after that. I'm guessing. No. Even when I have like chips or something, I feel slumped after that, and that's not even meat. But then when I eat fruit and veg, I feel energized, so you can see the difference. That's what I'm saying. It's deeper than that. Do you know what I mean? It's it's the energy that sits within the food. And even on on another note, yeah, you know when people are like, oh yeah, you need to get eat chicken to get protein, but where do the chickens themselves get the protein from? Are they not eating seeds and maybe fruits and shit? I don't know exactly what they eat, but you know the point I'm trying to make. Like they've got that protein, etc., etc., from a source. So instead of going through the cut the middle, man, just go to the source. Do you know what I mean? But society wants us to be eating KFC and McDonald's and Nando's and whatnot. Do you know what I mean? And we have to ask why. It's a money system as well, isn't it? Yeah, that's tap. Cool. So then you touched on two out of the many things that you do. I forgot what else you do. So. Feminine, masculine, coaching. energy, boom. Yeah, the coaching, yeah, that mindset right, and let's touch spirituality. On that. Yeah. So talk to me about like, where did that begin and where you're trying to go with it as well? Um, so I used to not have the mindset I did a couple of years ago. So I just think it's important for me to help other people that were in, are in my old situation or just don't think the way that I think. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, that's my... That's my main goal, mm. to help people. So where, where can people find you to get some coaching? 
Give yourself my, a little cheeky plug. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> my website, which is bexylucy.com. Yeah. And then my link tree is on my Instagram. My Instagram is bexylucy and my TikTok. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like people need to invest in themselves. Like, mm. people won't even buy a book that's £10. Mm. The information, you've read that book about 10 times imagine how, how much that's like benefited your life and some people won't even spend 10 pound but they'll spend 10 pound on Nando's, Nando's. Mm-hmm. or they'll go out to the club but they won't invest in themselves and they'll be in the same position that's that was me mm. and then when I started to invest in myself with mentors books um, networking and all those things that's mm. when life really excels but people people watch your stuff they'll screenshot they'll watch podcasts all day but then they'll sit in bed and they'll watch netflix and they'll go to the club they don't take action yeah. and Facts. that's the biggest thing people need to Facts. actually take the action mm. take the action if it fails you've learned something if it works then that's good mm. yeah i hear it still so with your coaching is it just for mindset specifically or is there like the femininity option that you were talking about before. So mm-hmm. do you do that as well in your coaching? Yeah, so it's like three different parts. So it's like mindset, so anything to do with mindset, manifestation, mm. spirituality. Second is dating and relationships. So even men, I have men that find it hard to get women or they need help understanding women. I help mm. men as well. And femininity as well. Women that want to become a high value woman and just want to tap into their feminine side. Like I, I have clients that actually have boyfriends that want to learn how to be more feminine so mm. yeah those three kind of topics and then yeah i got a point i want to debate you on though yeah you got you guys <laughs> i want to find a video that actually relates to this and it's crazy you know you got speak i need to find this video uh, <laughs> i wasn't saying so you, this book you mentioned that i'm always reading so it's the way this peer man by david data mm-hmm. i read it eight times i just finished it last week um even just touching on on this book specifically yeah i feel like it's good to read and following on from what becky said like take action because where i've read this book so many times now i'm able to actually retain a lot of the information and Mm -hmm. i've actively applied a lot of the gems from the book into my everyday life do you know what i mean so in the book it says what she says is not always what she means so tying that back into you and your mentoring with like men specifically say for guys coming to get um a consultation call or meeting with you for example and you're saying you know um maybe base i don't know what it is you'd specifically do or like your schedule whatever um, but you could say to them for example based off of my experiences as a feminine woman these components would attract me to a man mm-hmm. is everything that you would say i'm not saying that you're saying things that you don't necessarily mean but i find a lot of the time with women what they do say is not necessarily what they mean mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so an example of that could be i don't know um, I'm pretty sure you said on your, your snap the other day that sometimes a man could just be boring, but a woman will just say, oh, yeah, I'm not interested in you. But really, it's not that she's not interested. She is inter- interested in you, but you're just a boring-ass guy. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Mm-hmm. So where does that come into play? And do you feel like there has been times where... I don't want to say you... I'm not trying to catch you out or say you said things yeah. you don't mean, but do you know what I'm trying to say? Because mm-hmm. that's from my experiences. Sometimes women don't always mean 100% of what mm-hmm. they say. Do you know what yeah, I, mean? I get what you mean. Yeah, a lot of the time, women don't really like confrontation really so they'll say i'm fine or don't worry or i can do it myself or you know and then that's kind of like they need to be in their feminine energy and just be vulnerable and just express themselves like i think Mm. being expressive is very important as well because once you identify a problem or an issue then the man is going to help you with that that's what i think and i feel like yeah a lot of women they don't they just i don't know what it is but like that's how i used to be and the past couple of years i've been trying to get over it but we just would rather like 
leave the situation and like run away mm. without actually discussing it. So yeah, a lot of women might say something. Another example is women, they might see a nice man on the street mm. and they'll be in their head thinking, I like him, I like him. He don't know you like him. You could have a screwed up face, but mm. in their head, they just automatically think that you need to like them without yeah. saying anything. That's another yeah, example. That's... So some men just need to like think like, okay, what, what should I do? What do I think I should do? Try it. Mm. And even if the woman says opposite, then at least you've tried. Yeah. Mm. What do you think? Um, I, I'm just getting back into the conversation. Oh, yeah, the what the was video, the video? What was the video? No, basically it was a video of um a couple. It was yeah. a couple. And then the wife was a very, very, very masculine woman. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. when she's asking for a kiss, she's like, Hi bro, come give me a kiss right now, bro. I was like, what? So I was trying to show that video. I'm gonna see that if I can find crazy. it. We'll put in the episode. That is crazy. It was too funny. I'm gonna try and find it. We'll put in the episode itself. But yeah, what did I miss on the conversation? Actually? Basically, Bex was just saying that mm. at the end of the day, a lot of the time, what I was trying to make a point that sometimes what a woman says is not always what she means. Yeah. When we talk about that with Austin and Wade's pre man episode, yeah, yeah. and then Bex was just saying that it kind of goes into the point how women will be like, you could be at an, at an event, at a brunch, at a club, and you'll see a guy that you're attracted to, but mm. you won't do anything. You'll just expect the guy to then make the move based off how you feel up here, but mm. you haven't showed him any way that you're attracted to him. And I thought, I, that's facts. You know what a mean? lot that's of facts. women mm. do that. Women mm. do that all the time, you mm. know? I, I like I, I posted the other day saying to women, like, if you think a man looks nice, mm. just because he doesn't approach you doesn't mean he didn't like you or you're ugly. It mm. just, I don't know, maybe he just didn't feel confident or he mm. thought like, I can't be bothered because men probably get rejected so many times each mm. day. So like I said, say, oh, you look nice, or mm. that's a nice perfume, or, mm. you know, just small things like that so that he knows, you know, what she's interested, mm. smile at him, at him and say, like, have a nice day or something. Like, mm. women need to give the man a little bit of, like, identification as to how they're feeling, and then yeah. he can just give him, like, a little clue, and then he can continue to take the lead. Act on it, yeah. Yeah, yeah no, I hear it still. Wouldn't mm. you say that, it's okay, building off that, would you, in your personal experiences, ever, like, I want to say pursue, like, initiate conversation with a man would you chase a guy i would i would start it off like mm. i would follow a man um i might even dm first mm. on the street i wouldn't necessarily say like i want you but mm. you know i might just say hey okay or something mm. like that so mm. it's like small and innocent because most women wouldn't do that but i wouldn't i wouldn't do the whole thing no like, but yeah, I'd give small, yeah, <laughs> yeah i would give small clues yeah. yeah i like that i like that i like that because i feel like a lot of girls they're just walking, expecting a man to approach them. Do you get me? That's what a lot of girls do. And I've got to the point now where, you know when you're younger, you see a girl, I can't walk past this girl without at least getting a snuff or something. Yeah, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But now I've got to the point where it's not every day trying to chirp yeah, a girl, trying not. to move to a girl. Like, it's not, man. It's not that at all. Do you get me? But then again, that like, when a girl shows that she's interested, I don't have no problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 100% mm. agree. And even expanding on that as well, yeah. Mm. Sometimes, I said this in, I think it's the first three episodes we did, one of them, and I was like, sometimes as a guy, you can just live. Like, mm. I was speaking to my brother about this, yeah. My brother was 29, and he was just saying, sometimes you can just be living, bro. You don't mm. always have to be moving to girl, to girl, to girl, to yeah. girl. Like, sometimes, that was me when I was younger. Yeah, you know? me and you I'm both, thinking, bro. I cannot, like, it would, uh, I'd feel something inside of me if I walked past a girl without trying to speak to her. Yeah. <laughs> get, like, I'd actually feel it in my chest. Like, why did I not speak to her? Do yeah, you get yeah, me? yeah. But I feel like it's about being abundant. Like, there's yeah. so there's millions of people, mm. billions of women out here. Like, this yeah. one on the road that is in my area in a local co-op, I don't have to drop the maddest game. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I could just yeah, get yeah, my, yeah. my chicken and this. And you know what's good, though? Because you went through it when we was young, so at least we know that it's nothing to do it. But it's just yeah. that we don't have to do it. Do you understand what I mean? Because I feel mm -hmm. like that's, a, that's an important part of being a man, that... Like, 
being able to speak to females. Not a lot of men yeah. actually yeah. know how to do that, you know? Yeah, that mm. is huge. What's your experience with that? Mm. I'm sure you have guys with you like... <laughs> 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 I think the, the initial thing is, is, is the most important thing because mm. that's whether you're going to actually get her or not. Don't think about what, what dates you're going to do and stuff. Mm. You need to think about the first thing. Mm. And it doesn't even necessarily mean that you have to have a good social media. It's mm. like what you say. It's, what you say is or it's your social media and how you look. Mm. Mm. For me... I will not even for me because obviously we're separate. So like as a woman, that's your experiences. I think as a guy, yeah, to put himself in the best chance to talk to a girl, it's not necessarily about even what you say; it's how you say it. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like I could even say if I'm in, I don't know, let's say Box Park for example. There's mm. a bit of a motive. The man them out, and I'm seeing a cute girl I want to talk to. You. I could even accidentally, I don't know, barge into her by accident and be like, oh, like why are you in my way? But it's the way I say it. Do you know what I mean? If I'm saying it in a jokey mm. way, you know, strong eye contact. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Compared to being like, oh that's yeah. True. Why are you in my, do you know what I mean? Like you don't know what I'm trying to say. Yeah, it's the yeah, way no, you, yeah. your tone of voice and things like that, that yeah. matter more so than the actual content of what you're saying. Sometimes anyways. Mm. Yeah. You're just accidentally barging in together. <laughs> you're like, oh, oops, sorry. Oops. Oops. <laughs> I didn't mean to do that. Yeah, I hear nah, it. Nah, not even, man. But I hear it, I hear it. Interesting, hear it. man. But yeah, on the way out though. Nah, wait, wait, wait. What, have you still got more? Yeah, well, do you have any questions for us? Because oh, yeah, actually, I'm see. trying to change the narrative. Do you know what I mean? It's not every day asking the guest questions. It's not. If you have any questions, talk to us. Oh, wow. I've got two. I'm going to do one at a time. Cool. I want to know what you both look for in a wife. Not a girlfriend, a wife. You go first, bro. Wow, why are you passing it to <laughs> me? <laughs> you first, bro. <laughs> yeah, that's you. <laughs> oh, God damn. A wife, you know, that's What the I look for in a wife. All right, cool. Let me just put this out there. I've never actually looked for a wife. But <laughs> if I went out there to go and find a wife, some qualities that I would look for is that, hmm. All right, cool. Number one, she knows how to cook. One that she knows how to clean that. Mm. Not even necessarily a house, of course that plays a part, but also mm. clean herself, make sure she's high on personal hygiene. Mm. I'd say that she's got her own set of morals that she stands on. <coughs> I'd say that she's got a good family background. And I'd say that boom boom boom. She's in a good financial position. She don't need to be rich, wealthy, but she's just got a stable income coming in. And so I'd say still. So I can't really think of anything else though. For me, right, no, I ain't looked for a wife before. Yeah, happy <laughs> you at first. Give me some time to. <laughs> Boy, I would say the traits I look for in a wife is a supportive woman, um, an ambitious woman, because I feel like the lifestyle I kind of have, I wouldn't want to be out here working hard, da 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 da, and then the babies are just Netflix all day. Like, you don't have to necessarily be a grafter, but you have to kind of at least help me and my graft or have your own type of ambition. I would say, um, Feminine, that's the that's the key trait from today's topic yeah. of discussion. Yeah. And for the final thing I'd probably say is a family woman. And it's not even necessarily the way you interact with children, that plays a big part because I want kids, so I want to see the way you interact with kids. Mm. But also like I know this is kind of taking it somewhere else. I feel like whenever you marry someone, you don't just marry the individual, you marry the family. That's do you what know what I mean? And it's it means a lot. Like even me and my family looking at other dynamics. It's like when you're getting with that person, you're getting with the traits and the principles that their family has, for example. So it's deeper than just you and your woman. So I like to say, are you a family woman? Are you close to your family? If not, why? Is there some trauma that could have went on there? That So when if we was to get married and have kids now, you're projecting your traumas from how your dad treated you to how you treat our son in this example. Do you know what I mean? Mm. So those, that would mean a lot to me. And also, like you said, I don't want to say the basics, but like just knowing how to 
I feel like a woman makes a house a home, do you know what I mean? So, so it's deeper than just cooking and cleaning, like bringing a family together, nurturing, do you know what I mean? Being a bit of like a support, um, all these things. That's what, that's what I would say. Good answer, Stone. Yeah, Give me some more time to think, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You, <laughs> you know, Ty, how you said that a woman should be ambitious. That's exactly what I said on a video. Yeah. And some men were saying, no, that's a masculine trait. And what, what you said, they don't have to like strive to be the best, but just have some sort of ambition and not just want to sit at home and yeah. take the man's mm. money. Like just have your, your bit on the side or be striving to do something as well. I think that's important, but yeah. a lot of men disagreed with me mm. on that. But I guess it depends what kind of man you are. What do you think? Me personally, I want my woman to be ambitious, definitely. Why? Because we said it in the last episode, you need to be around people that's got the same traits, the same beliefs as you do. Do you understand what I mean? So yeah. if you're a woman, if you're out here very ambitious and you're striving towards greatness, and your woman isn't actually do that, doing that, sometimes it'll feel like you're pulling your woman. You yeah, so you're pulling your woman in your direction when you can't pull no one. That's why that's you're my bro, because you literally <laughs> said everything <laughs> to the T. Yeah, how I would say, do you know what I mean? Like at the end of the day. It's not like you have to be some big go get a saleswoman. There's nothing wrong with that if you are, but you don't. That's not a, a compulsory. But just to have the mental trait of wanting to better your situation, that will help me and my. Direction. Even if it's a nine to five, that's fine. But yeah, that's as fine. You've got an ultimate vision that you're working mm. towards. Then, hundred percent. Like, like you said with the example, like a man has to have ambition. Like your your current job in Tesco, for example, is just not. It's not the end. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you're. This is a step towards. Mm. This is a means towards an end, but it's not the Basically, end. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and I also feel like if if I'm talking to you or engaging with a woman, say if I wanted to be my wife and she's not ambitious, that would just put me off a bit because like, like I said, I'm so ambitious that I want you to run with me. I'm happy to do all the legwork. I'm happy to be a provider as a man, but come on now, like help me with some ideas yeah. or something now. Or have your own thing going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's yes, what I was that saying. was the first question. Um, another yeah. one is... And you're answering this first. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different kind of subject. So when you first That's thought jokes. about this podcast, yeah. how long did it take you from your first initial idea to actually doing it? And mm. what advice would you give anyone that wants to start Ooh. something but is just procrastinating quite a lot? Ooh. Mm. So now spotlights on me, I'm going first. <laughs> how long? So That's like a two-party question. So our podcast from when do we have the first conversation to basically the first episode or starting making the moves yeah. and then our general advice to someone trying to like better the situation and take yeah. action. So I'd say- It's a quick process. Um, yeah, success loves speed. So I've said this in a previous episode, me and Tave only we only knew each other for like, I want to say about two months, even less than that. I'd probably oh, say about really? six weeks before we started the podcast. Yeah, oh. we just had the idea. We initially met, I got my website business, as you know, he got a clothing brand. We met on a business level with that. Then we created a friendship, whatnot. We must have had a conversation about what do you want to do. Uh, literally, the word podcast must have just came into the mm. play somehow. Maybe I was watching one as like, yo, bro, would you ever do it? He's mm. like, yeah, I would, you know, like, I've been wanting to do one, just never mm. got around to it. I'm in the same boat, so I'm like, bro, let's, that's it, let's, let's do, just it. do it. Let's do it. So, 100%, yeah. I'd say, like, within like within a month, we'd probably had a meeting. Probably even sat less down. than that. Because remember that time we went Shisha? Yeah. I think that's the first time we met each other outside of that first initial time. Yeah, that yeah, we met yeah. There. And by then, we already had the name. Yeah, even less. I'd say about business. two and a half weeks. Yeah. I'm not even gonna That's lie. That's good. Because yeah, we just like, and this is why me and you, like, on a separate note, we we get on well because we just take action, action. take action. Mm. You know what I mean? All this talking is long. You want to yeah. do it, I want to do it. Let's start it and make it work. And then now we're here. And I feel like it's important to never wait for the perfect conditions because things mm. are never gonna be perfect. We could have said, all right, cool. We gotta find the perfect studio. We gotta make sure our bags right. We gotta find the right camera equipment. But we just 
jumped into it a few yeah. hours went along. Like, don't get twisted. Facts. That first episode, I don't think I think we even deleted. Yeah, it was shit. It was dead. Yeah, it was dead. But we learned from that and yeah. we went from that. And now we're here. Do you know what I mean? And I also feel like literally what you said, my bro. Like you're never gonna be in a perfect situation. I'm pretty sure I've I just started like a new job, so my money wasn't really where I wanted it to be. I'm throwing out another bill really to get the stuff up and running mm. with like running costs and shit but i did it and then you learn as you go along and then the second yeah, part still learning, as well. still learning always and then the second part um remind me of it what was the second part i was what do you what would my advice be for those looking to take action on what they're doing yeah the, with anything and they're just like procrastinating like what would you and then you can relate it to like your podcast mm, i would just say well, let me think what i say i would just say that make the things that you want to do have a low barrier of entry or low cost of entry so for example for us to start doing a podcast we didn't have to it would be hard for me to be like cool i need 500 pound to book this and book this studio to, for us to start working towards a podcast we just had to have a conversation and that's free do you know what i'm trying to say mm -hmm. so do things that are a low cost of entry towards your bigger goal so people might think oh yeah i want to have my own property company so you're thinking i can't start until i've got six grand to put down but no you can start now by buying two amazon two books on amazon which is probably going to be seven pound fifty mm -hmm. and calling up one calling up your uncle who, who owns a property you've already started the journey now yeah. do you know what i mean so just simply do things that are easy to do to get the ball rolling that's what i would say mm. your turn mate all right mate say no more what i would say though yeah is when it comes to procrastinating, don't always see that as a negative thing because sometimes the fact that you're procrastinating, procrastinating so much shows that it may not even be something that you're really passionate about. Mm. Like, let's say with the podcast now, or even talking about Trendsetter, there was no real procrastinating there. So maybe that procrastination is a sign that this ain't aligning to your purpose right now. So if you are procrastinating for a long period of time, go back to the drawing boards and figure out whether this is what you want to do. And if it is what you want to do, yeah, fact, I reckon align yourself with people that's already doing it. Do you get me? Mm. I feel like that's the best way for you to really break through the industry. Whatever you're in, whether you're trying to resell trainers, get into mentoring like you, find people that's actually doing it, learn from them and just start implementing it. Do you get me? It's all mm. good reading these books, but if you're reading these books and not doing anything from it, it's pointless. Do yeah. you get me? So Facts. just make the first step. That's a big gem. And even if it's not perfect the first time, that's cool. Um, Learn from it. Do you get me? As I said already, the first podcast episode was dead. The first trends that I dropped, that I done was dead. I don't know why mm, people bought it. Website was dead. Yeah. yeah, do you get me? So everything you're gonna yeah. do for the first time isn't gonna be the greatest, but you learn from it and you come again. Let me think the question on you now. What do you reckon? So the same question that you gave us, what answer would you give to that? For someone that's procrastinating on whatever they're doing right now? Just take action. You're not, mm. it's, you don't need the perfect time and setting, like you both said. Yeah. Like starting a YouTube, for example, you don't need a camera. Mm. You could literally do it against a wall in your room with mm. your phone. There's people that are on thousands of thousands and thousands of subscribers mm. and they tell you that's what they did. You need mm. to start yeah. anywhere and just do it and get around people who have the results that you want. Like mm. you can learn and use people in a good way for anything as long as you have some value to give back to them so yeah. if someone's mm. done something ask them a lot of people are scared to ask and i think mm. that's one of the main things don't ask you don't get ask it. yeah ask questions and yeah. make conversations i posted yesterday mm. a lot of successes and friendships start with a compliment mm. someone complimenting how your mindset is mm. what you're wearing mm. just and then it goes from there but yeah. some people would just think they're too good or they just too shy to say anything yeah, and 100. just speak up 
No, facts, that's a gem. So, 100%. wrapping up now, it's been a strong episode. We touched on a lot of I topics. This one still. Yeah, I did, man. I learned a lot, you know, Animal Kingdom and whatnot, you know, yeah, yeah, femininity yeah, and whatnot. <laughs> um, what's one gem looking back on the whole episode? So, we've done like a gem specific to your questions. Looking back on the whole episode, femininity, coaching, mindset, um, all that stuff. Um, what is one gem you would give? A practical gem that they can take and implement that now. Yeah. I would say work on your confidence mm. because once I think that applies to everything once you're confident you don't care about what people think so then you're more likely to start something mm. and if you have confidence you can move to any girl you want mm. it's just everything starts with confidence and just like having tunnel vision for what you want to do if you want to be a wife focus just on that if you want to do a podcast focus just on that don't worry about opinions stop going to everyone for opinions unless they have the results that you want. Facts. Mm. Go on. Always me, mate. Go on. <laughs> run it uh, my gem would just be femininity. I'd say just do research. And the reason why I'd say that, even though it's different to my usual gems, is because you've actually like stemmed, like put a seed in my mind now about this whole like animal kingdom and stuff like that. So shit, I might be vegan, but I might be eating grass and, and a chickpeas by the next episode, you know what I mean? But what I'm gonna do is go away and do my research because it's not good to be ignorant. And I feel like what you made me realize is that I am being a bit ignorant. I know that necessarily slaughterhouses and stuff exist, but I don't know the extents of what's going on. So I would just say research. Good one, good one, good one. I'd say in the back of the episode, uh, just take advice, not take advice, take time, I would say. Yeah, take time because obviously we speak, we spoke about relationships, um, being masculine, feminine, how you can appreciate a woman, like, cool, but take time to make sure that yourself is good. Do you understand what I mean? I feel like the best mm. person you can work on and develop is yourself before you even think about relationships or how feminine you are towards a man or how masculine you are towards a woman. Make sure that you're right within yourself, and then once you're right within yourself, then go out there and find your wife. That's what I'm saying. Um, yeah, you. lovely having you as a guest. Thanks, guys. Tap us. We're out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>